Hello everyone and welcome to NodeNet Tech. My name is Tuva Palm. I am the CTO and CPO of NodeNet Bank and I am of course not alone. I have with me Marcus Jastenfors, head yes. of product design at NodeNet. Yes. Uh, and we have a very special interview today. We have interviewed no less than Andreas Viral. The one and only. The one and only, yes. Uh, the founder and CEO of Happy Plugs. And what is Happy Plugs? Yeah, what is ha- Happy Plugs? It, it's, they started off with, with selling these fashionable earplugs. Uh, and then they came with shells for the mobile phone and for the um, computers. And now they have... Speakers? Speakers, yeah. Exactly, and and several other other uh, devices for 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 your mobile and and uh, but I think the common thread about anything is, is that it is fashionable. Yeah, and he uses a women first type of design approach, which I found really interesting. Yeah, and I wonder if it if it does it on purpose or if it's just. So the story about the company is that um, I think his girlfriend complained yeah, yeah. about his or the, her ear. F- plugs and <laughs> headphones <laughs> and uh and said like why, why can i get them in other colors than just white yeah and then he was like hmm that sounds like an interesting idea yeah great idea and i think it was so interesting listening to him because and, and we talked about this uh after the interview and he used several of these techniques that you read in you know the marty kagan sti- product style um, yeah, uh, lean startup yeah yeah so the story of you know the first prototype is that he used uh, spray paint to spray the colors on headphones just to create the first prototype to sell in the product. Yeah. So so without any means he created a prototype and he sold that prototype to big chains. Yeah. So without even you know having a real idea or a business at that time. So it was, it's a fascinating story about really? entrepreneurship and also I mean he he's also a digital entrepreneur. Yeah. He started his own uh, web business in mm-hmm. the early 2000s. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. I think mm-hmm. it was a consulting firm. And then he started um, one of the first social networks. Yeah. So the big yeah. one of the biggest social networks at the time. And this was early 2000s. Yeah. Before Facebook. Yeah. And Facebook then he gave up the Facebook. kind of the digital aspects and focused on physical, physical products. And then it's actually, I mean, the other he has been successful from day one, you could say, because he was very young. But, but it's... When he started off this fashion meets technology, that's when it's 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 really taking off for him. Exactly. And I think one thing that that uh, hits me when when I talk to him, not only in this interview, is that you know when you meet him and say, "Oh, Andreas, you're so great. This is so great," and every time he says, "Like, am I? Is this good?" You know, he's still kind of humble. Extremely humble. Yeah, and kind of surprised. Is this really good? Oh. And in this show, he revealed, and I know that it's public public now that he has a cooperation with H and M. Yep. So huge, huge, uh, and he's kind of happy, but still kind of surprised. Is that good? Yeah, <laughs> I guess so. <laughs> but he's such an inspiring person, yeah, and really. um, he tells stories about you know from his teenage years how he moved yeah. to Stockholm and how yeah, he he's started very open about his. You know, it wasn't really easy for me in, in the beginning. Yeah, and so that's common the way for for. I mean, it's it's not uncommon for successful entrepreneurs to have it. You need to have the struggle. Yeah, yeah. So. Let's kick it off then. Let's kick it off. Hello, Andreas, and welcome to Nuna Tech. Thank you for having me. Uh, we're so excited to hear uh, to have you here, and we are so eager to hear about the, the successes and failures of Andreas Viral and the complete success story of Happy Plugs. 
Well, thank you for having me. Uh, I'll try my best to, you know, <laughs> all the to, to ups and downs. Yes, and we want to have the fun stories. So, but before we start, how exactly how many uh, headphones do you sell each minute in the world right now? At this moment, yes, uh, I do believe that we sell approximately one happy plugs every twenty seconds. Yeah, uh, that is like fantastic. How many is that on during this podcast? Th that's a lot. That's a lot. You're a rich man, right? <laughs> <laughs> well. <laughs> yes, I'm a rich man when it comes to experiences. Good. And when you get rich in cash, you know where to put your money. We can help you with that. Exactly. No, no. Cool. Um, so, Andreas, you, you come from a small city in, in, in Sweden. Sveg, right? Um, and we've heard you from interviews and uh, other podcasts about you talking about moving to Stockholm and this... Um, kind of motto or mantra that you have to try and fail but not fail to try and we're really inspired by that motto and that gusto but just going back to that or the childhood in Sveg what made you decide to take the leap to move to Stockholm to try new things I would say, uh, you know, thank you for calling Svega Siri. It's far from that. I think the, uh, current, the population uh, of... Yeah, current population is around maybe 2,500 or something like okay, that. Okay. Oh. And decreasing, unfortunately. Oh. Mm -hmm. uh, you, you must be the... the you must have given Sveg a face. Uh, no, I'm not I, sure I, if I've ever think, heard about Sveg before. All right, I think you know, you know. First of all, when you you uh, when you end up in Sveg, you probably took the wrong turn, uh, yeah. going mm -hmm. up to Åre in you know northern mm -hmm. parts of Sweden and go skiing or something like that. So that's where you end up in Sveg. Or if you you know if you're heading uh, somewhere else, maybe I don't know. You know, <laughs> we do have an airport. It takes ah. it takes ah. forty five minutes from Åland. Ah. So it's but you know there's no better on the plane. So you, you kinda, <laughs> that's the that's the closest thing I experienced to uh, flying private. Ah, you can say. yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, but uh, I mean, I'm not, I mean actually, Sverige has a lot of uh, famous people. Mm -hmm. I, I think you know I'm I'm not even uh, closest one to to you know to mention. Uh, names like Hen uh, Henning Mankell or oh or, okay, uh, uh, mm. I mean one one Swedish uh, famous guy or TV personality is Erik Ekstrand, which was who's I don't know, that? Must like be a sport. Jackass on on ah. this, uh, ah. TV or Zeta okay. TV. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. 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 So mm. we do have a uh, you know a couple of names. Your celebrities. Oh uh, uh, yeah, I think some uh, Olympic uh, medallions. Uh, you might have the most like celebrities per capita then. I do believe so. Yeah, yeah that's, you're right. <laughs> this is actually, you know, it's a grow ground for for famous people in Sverige. Yeah. And I think, you know, also with that, you know, having mm -hmm. the closest city, uh, two three hours away, you know, to buy, you know, when I was growing up, CDs or jeans or mm. you know, just a T-shirt, you know, that's making us very isolated. And I think that's, I think as well, you have to, you know, you get a lot of free time, and you know, then you start imagining stuff that you know. What's happening outside the world? So I think mm. that's that's a big start for me. But also, uh, my my father he he was from Turkey, and uh, I guess you know, uh, mom she went on you know, uh, sun trips to you know uh, to to Turkey in the late seventies, and then well he picked her up, and then you know they made me, and you know <laughs> she, she went back, and then she found out she was you know having me, so she went back and picked him up and said you know let's play your deuce and come up to Sweden. He's like, yeah, 
sure. And, you know, can speak a single word of Swedish or, you know, uh, mm. not, a, uh, you know, never seen snow as well. Mm. Ended up there, learned Swedish, uh, started mm. working, uh, you know, being the first generation of immigrants in Sweden as mm. well. Mm. He must felt really isolated yeah, uh, compared to, you know, what, what I felt growing up as well. Mm. Um, we, you know, we were different, mm. you know, we, mm. we looked different, you know, we had bigger noses and, you know, stuff like that and the other guys and maybe grown pubic hair <laughs> before <laughs> everybody else. <laughs> but there's a lot of positive things with that as well, coming <laughs> outside. But uh, yeah, I mean, so growing up, it was kind of different in, in many ways and, mm. you know, uh, I guess, you know, when people experience stuff that, diff that you know, are different around them, maybe you can embrace it or mm. you will, you know, kind of push it away. So, uh, I, you know, it was kind of like a 50-50 experience mm. for me growing up, you know, bullied a lot, uh, you know, because of the way I looked or, you know, mm. I was different mm. in so many ways. And that made me spend a lot of time by myself. Mm. And uh, being, you know, 13, having your first computer, Internet wasn't mm. even like, you know, uh, you know, a big thing at that moment as no. well. But once Internet came, you, you kind of suddenly understand that, you know, the world is a very small place. Mm. It's Open a much the door to it. Exactly. It's yeah. much a bigger place than, you know, uh, just Sveg mm. or three hours up north to buy a city uh, or something like that in Östersund. But you must also, I mean, being that isolated and also you, you need to uh, that isolated sounds like you lived on a Svalbard or something but uh, you must also have kind of a program for your creativity because you're an extremely creative guy right and uh, yeah so they say I mean I, I was you know very fortunate you know my my father he was uh, uh, you know he was a painter he was a artist in many ways mm -hmm. like you know said you know painted uh, mm -hmm. um, painting painted paintings or you know playing guitar and uh also a chef as well which ah. i believe is a mm. very creative yeah yeah, yeah uh, definitely uh, you definitely. know job as well so did you get your artistic vibe konstnärliga uh, ådra from your father <laughs> yeah i would say so yeah and uh, i you know also from my mother's side i think i got the uh, uh, hard working uh, mm. you know mm. that stamina and you mm. know just pushing you know Mm. endlessly restlessly mm. you know mm. further mm. and further mm. because you know when i was growing up my my mom she had like two three jobs and mm. you know uh, i actually i met my grandmother like uh, you know she told me a year ago that you know well you're working so much and i was like yeah well you know when i was growing up you were having like two three jobs mm -hmm. as well like you know you're working really hard and she's like we always been doing that on mm. my side on the family so mm. i think i got that kind of stamina from Mm. From, mm. from that side. Mm. Was going back to when you were 13 and you were sitting in front of the computer and uh, you had internet as, at this, as this kind of safe haven, perhaps. Um, so so how, did you, how did you like take the leap to m progress towards moving to Stockholm? And how did you use the internet to get to know new people and uh, learn new things well i mean when when i was when i was 13 this was uh, back in 93 basically and so you know i was you know as i said we're very fortunate to have you know just a computer at that time uh, mm. you know you know so i 
I would say internet opened the door, like it kind of opened like the Pandora's box. Like, you know, mm -hmm. there's, I mean, as you said, you know, I, I was very fortunate growing up traveling in the world, you know, with my father experienced new, you know, mm -hmm. experienced new restaurants or, you know, going, you know, uh, back to Turkey as well, where, you know, we have still have uh, an apartment as well. Mm -hmm. Uh, so, you know, I've seen the world, of course, but, you know, being isolated, like, you know, in Sveg, three hours, you know, wherever, you know, that's the closest city to go to. It kind of opened a door, like, the, it's, the world is a pretty small place because the first day, I, you know, I went into a chat room, you know, I read somewhere that the chat room was the shit back, <laughs> back in the days. Yeah, yeah. It's kind of like the Facebook of that time. Yeah, yeah. So we were, like, talking with people, like, from all of the world, all, you know, it's like in the US or in Australia, like, you know. Um, and the, it made the distance so small. Mm. And that's what I think, you know, you started out as that and then you have that all information, you know, on the web as well back in the days. Uh, this was, pre, uh, you know, pre-Google time as well. Mm -hmm. So it was kind of hard, you know, if, you know, if, if the internet was, uh, if the information wasn't there, you know, it kind of didn't exist. So you had to create it yourself. So mm. you started out, it's kind of like, you know, in a burn like a burning man in a way it's like you know starting out small and that was pretty big mm. and you know uh, and now they're trying to you know keep it down or something i don't mm. know so you started all already then uh, what did you do in, during the time in sveg did you do any well yeah i mean i'm you know i'm a i'm a I'm, i think i'm i'm a curious guy in mm. many senses so i actually going up to Stursund, spending three hours you know on the morning bus up to Stursund just to uh, buy some new cds because mm. music you know mm. was my kind of like mm. you know haven or you know it's where i ran ran, ran to or run away from or run away to mm. uh but uh, going into that sister is one one of the guys he told me like you know you need to listen to this record mm. uh this is we just got it in and mm. uh he played the first track and it was uh it was uh, a new band from Australia called Silverchair. Mm -hmm. And these guys were <coughs> the same age. Are they still around now? Uh, no, not <laughs> at this moment, but I mean, they split up. So uh, this was. You but it's know, like grunge rock. Or it was, yeah, it, used, mm -hmm. yeah, it was mm -hmm. like post grunge or something mm -hmm. like that. Mm -hmm. uh, pr uh, post Nirvana stuff, basically. Mm -hmm. And, and uh, that record kind of just blew me away. And I was like so curious because, you know, there was no information at all on the internet. And then I, you know, I, I read an article about them. Uh, they were playing Roskilde. So it was like one, this small interview. I, I scripted and put it online. And then, you know, all of a sudden, a lot of people, mm. uh, uh, you know, were, were, you know, contacting me, like, you know, and just have a, a script a lot of different articles that they found in mm. different markets around the world, just sending me them. And then, you know, I was collecting stuff like that. And then, uh, all of a sudden, I was, you know, programming HTML, you know, and, you know. <laughs> you were, were managing this, their yeah. fan page. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So <laughs> it was front page. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It was all this, cool. you know. I, so I created the first kind of Silverchair fan page, and you know, mm -hmm. it was back in the days where I animated GIF signs, and you know, oh. maybe you've seen that. Yeah, uh, yeah. Under it's a similar story of mine, actually. Uh, yeah. So the, the way I started designing, or my first uh, experience working with the internet, was I, I created a website for my Quake clan. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so we had a Quake clan, and I remember using Photoshop and Microsoft front yeah. page, and using lens flares and all that kind of stuff, and animations and what have you. But it was just this amazing feeling that. Marcus Castenforce can create a website yeah. like me 
And you had a counter. I had a counter. You remember yeah, of the counter? Course. Of course, you had a counter. Yeah. Yeah. You had, yeah. Whenever it was uh, Christmas time, you made snow. Yeah. yeah. Of course. <laughs> yeah, it had the snow effects on the yeah, website. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. But, it, but it's interesting how that started, or was that that was the first step for you to, to move into working with HTML or programming and designing, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I, I also think that, you know, it was also the first steps on like seeing this global, you know, like a Wikipedia effect where, you mm-hmm. know, people are contributing mm-hmm. for free mm-hmm. uh, to building something. And, you know, that that's, you mm-hmm. know, of course, we know that that changed a lot of economics mm-hmm. around the world. Mm-hmm. Cool. And then uh, at some point in time, you moved to Stockholm. Yeah. And you continued this. You didn't continue with the fan sites, but uh, you continued with, with web. It was G-Life. Was that the first? Well, my first job was actually at uh, Vattenfall. Oh, yeah. yeah. I've heard that. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's big <laughs> so what did you do with Vattenfall? Like, where, uh, programmer? <laughs> no, I wasn't a programmer. I started out as a consultant, you know, uh, you know, a lot of... Teaching I them about the internet? A little and bit, you were yeah. 19 and at I the ended, time, I think. Yeah, yeah, I was 19. I moved to Stockholm. Yeah. I had $500 in my pocket, you know, stayed at mm-hmm. friends' places, moving, mm-hmm. you know, couches every to another mm-hmm. couch every second week, basically. Mm-hmm. And, you know, uh, so for me, going, uh, you know, working in this big company, you know, with 15,000 employees, and, and uh, uh, it kind of made me realize, like, you know, you're just a number in the game, basically. Yeah. And, uh, uh, also, the average age at Vattenfall at that time was like 55 or something like that. Must so be like 100 if you're 19. <laughs> yeah, it <laughs> yeah, felt like yeah. 100. You know, it was like so hard to make friends. And, you know, mm. you had all these crazy ideas. Like, yeah. you know, uh, because you you come in with a different perspective. You're, yeah. you know, you're also hungry and passionate. And then, then you see something else that they don't see because they didn't grow up with the internet, stuff like mm. that. And, no. you know, that technology that, uh, at the time was very, you know, mm. uh, you know at, at, at the light speed or something mm. like that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, can you do you remember anything you wanted to do there at Vattenfall? Which you did? <laughs> you, did you, what do you remember any crazy crazy idea that you didn't? Well, I mean, weren't able to pull through. I mean, you yeah. must have been like uh, one of the first digi natives, right? Well, you know, and that at that time, you know, you didn't put a word on stuff because no? there was no. Nothing. I mean. Uh, it's like, you know, you had all these crazy ideas and we can, uh, you know, uh, let people like instead of calling in and just mm. ordering, you know, your uh, electric service, mm. you just, you know, sign up online. Yeah. Mm. But, but there were so many obstacles. You cannot do that. You know, yada, yada, yada. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, mm. you know, I'm, I'm completely wrong for this place. And it was mm. so boring as well. Mm. Uh, like, you know, five o'clock, everybody left. So it's just yeah. me. Yeah. Like, okay, so what should I do now? <laughs> I have like two, three more hours in me. What should I do? So I mm. uh, I said, you know, if this is if it is this boring, maybe mm. I should quit my job. So mm. I did. So mm. uh, yeah, I what ended, did you do? Yeah, so I ended up at Coop Norden. Coop, oh. yeah, oh. So, uh, which is like yeah, even worse place <laughs> yeah, to be at Vattenfall. Yeah. But at the time, I was like, you know, uh, that was just boring. So was, mm. you know, the second time around, I was like, fuck this. Uh, mm. if, if it should be, you know, as as an employee, if this is this boring, I should start my own company mm-hmm. because I want to have fun. Mm-hmm. And that's where, you know, me and a couple of friends, we started something that uh, kind of be- become became uh, uh, G Life, ah. which is, uh, you know, I was a so member. You were a member. Yep. Mm-hmm. So G Life, uh, it was kind of like the Facebook uh, mm-hmm. of the time. Mm-hmm. Uh, we took Lunar Storm and made it, you know, more adult, uh, mm-hmm. and we also mixed for grown-ups. Adult grown-ups, means yeah. porn. Uh, all right. <laughs> <laughs> you maybe did that. I don't know. I wasn't uh, part of it. But. Right, yeah. I didn't know that. <laughs> you should stop googling that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> oh, all right. So for grown-ups. Yeah. <laughs> for grown-ups, yeah. exactly. Yeah. Well, we do. Ha- I think we had some porn stars on the on as yeah. members as well. Yeah. On the website. That so might it was, be the key to success. Yeah. But uh, how did you come up with the idea? So so going from like Coop, uh, a food chain or the grocery chain. How did you come up with ideas? I was like, oh, I'm going to start the social network. Well, I mean, at that time, you just want to, like, you know, young and stupid, you just want to do fun stuff, basically. Mm-hmm. And, you know, mm-hmm. I don't want to meet people. So there's no platform. It wasn't a platform at that time that, you know, you can meet, you know, people that in the same age as mm-hmm. you or like, you know, young adults then. Can I say that? <laughs> yes, young adults are <laughs> young grown-ups. <laughs> and then, uh, uh, so, I mean, that's kind of like, you know, the story... Uh, kind of you know in all my entrepreneurship we always create the stuff that you know that's missing or you mm-hmm. know we always start with a why why isn't there you know stuff like this then, you know mm-hmm. and what was the vision where, where did you but, want to take it i mean the idea was you know it started out just as fun basically mm-hmm. and i think you know, <laughs> no idea just blank slate no, i mean we didn't this. we didn't have like you know the on how I mean, we didn't have a business plan back then it's mm-hmm. like we just did it because you know we had an idea maybe you want to pay for like you know getting extra services or features ah. you know mm-hmm. accessing special features or getting like you know so with glife it consisted on so many different uh, websites basically glife was the company then we had not stod uh, not not stod sorry nightlife uh, not leave mm-hmm. uh, not not was a part of it as well which mm-hmm. was like they were focusing on you know people who want to go out and fun you know they have a certain lifestyle uh, but it was you know segmenting the targeting different uh, um, people mm-hmm. basically mm. so when that you know it's it became pretty big mm. uh, we had 27 percent of you know all the young adults <laughs> <laughs> on our, on any of other our platforms and then we're starting like thinking like how should we make money because you mm. know if you're having that's a magazine good, or you know good TV, to make money. that's you know yeah, yeah it's good, be good yeah. to make money yeah uh it's you know you you need ads so we went to all the media agencies mm. of Sweden and, you know, we said, uh, all right, so we have this platform, we have all these amazing people, we can measure that and that. And they were going back, well, you know, we don't have, uh, you know, internet is, is not a big thing. Ah, this, mm. was, this was 2004. Yeah, and yeah. They kept on saying that until 2008. Yeah. So, you know, it took us a long time to educate mm. uh, all the media agencies mm. at that time. You know, you talk to the print, uh, mm. print guy or, you know, the... The mm. TV buyer or the radio buyer, mm. uh, and today I think like ninety percent of all the people working in media is is internet buyers, basically yeah, or internet good. planners. Mm. They might call themselves. Mm. Mm. But uh, yeah, so I think we, we you know we played a big role mm. on you know changing you know uh, mm. the ad, mm. the internet ads in Sweden for sure. Mm. Did you have mm. fun? We had plenty of fun. Uh, we didn't make a single dollar. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously? Well, I mean, we, you know, you, you know, you had a, a, a roof over your head, and uh, you know, you had pasta. Never <laughs> done, and then you spent all the money on, you know, having fun, basically. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But sounds great. I mean, yeah. you were twenty-four or something like that. Yeah, twenty. I did that to, until like I was maybe twenty-seven or something like okay. that. Yeah, mm-hmm. twenty-eight mm-hmm. maybe. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. That was mm-hmm. what fun. was the next step? So, <coughs> I mean, the next step was like you know we we did some few mistakes, mm-hmm. or you do that every day. Mm-hmm. That's kind of like the Please story of my life. Please tell us. Yeah. All right. First of all, we you know we hired the wrong people. Mm-hmm. Uh, Why did you hire the wrong people? I mean, you 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 know, we hired people that had uh, had amazing CVs or resumes or mm-hmm. uh, had 
you know, you know, we hired the CEO of Google on, mm. of the Nordics to, you know, be ah. the CEO of. of okay. Yeah, mm. and he turned out to not be that good. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you looked. You looked at it. You looked at their title. Yeah. Yeah. And so, yeah. what do you look uh, in people now when oh, you're well, hiring? I mean, today we. I mean, first of all, uh, m- my idea is that you know we don't have employees uh, at Happy Flags. We only have stars. So I think that is you know a, a fundamental foundation to s- stand on. Uh, How many are you now at Happy uh, Flags? We're thirty plus. Thirty plus. And, so still pretty small. Growing. Mm-hmm. Uh, pretty, pretty small in a way. Mm-hmm. It's mm-hmm. a big family, uh, amazing people. So I mean, I mean, today we only hire personalities or people. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. people who have high aspirations. You know, mm-hmm. uh, are passionate. Uh, but you know, but also, I mean, of course, you need to have the experience today. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, back in the days, no, since nobody believed me, uh, you know, you, you <laughs> had to take a chance on a lot of people, and mm. you know, yeah. sometimes it, you know, most of the time it ends up pretty good. Mm. Yeah, sometimes especially if you hire the right kind of personality, right? Yeah, they exactly. can grow. Yeah. So I've talked about this in the in the podcast in the past, and, and I look at three criteria when hiring people: so uh, smart, driven, and likable. Mm. So smart is that they're solving problems in a new way. Driven that they have that. You can see it in their eyes that they have a, a certain glow that they want to do stuff, and then likable that you can have a coffee with them and have a chat with them. I mean, it doesn't need to be more complicated than that. Well, I think you know it's like uh, I mean today it's not companies making business; it's people. So mm-hmm. you, as long as you have a good relationship, you know you have a transparent conversation. I think you can go a long way. Mm. Great. And I I remember on on that topic. I remember I asked you once. You have like trillions of brothers, younger brothers, and you have hired them all, right? And yeah. I, I, I remember that I asked you once uh, how you managed to manage your younger siblings. I would never, ever do that. I would never uh, do that. No, no, sorry. I hope they don't listen. But, well, I don't uh, have any, but whatever. Okay, <laughs> that makes it easier. <laughs> so I have like five. Uh, but uh, And you said those are the people I trust most. And uh, h- But how do you manage that? I mean, uh, you have like... How many brothers do you have? Well, we were four brothers. Yeah, uh, so yeah. you have three brothers. Yeah, exactly. I'm the oldest one. Yeah. So th- I think that's why how I can manage. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, May- might be a little bit. You're easier. the boss of. Yeah. yeah. No, I wouldn't say that. But you know, it's like they're all different in so many ways. Uh, so much smarter than mm. me. Uh, so I think that's. that's but they're all. You are all creative, right? They are like designers. No, I said you know one one guy is uh, is. Uh, yeah, one is more. Uh, I would say, you know, of course, we're very creative, all of mm. us, uh, mm. but we have different skill sets for mm. sure. But mm. I mean, that's kind of, you know, I wouldn't start a company with them uh, because we would probably fight mm. too much, mm. and mm. you should not mix uh, friendship and money. Mm. Mm. I mean, that's the golden rule. That's mm. I learned that mm. the hard way. Uh, but then, you know, if you set a set of, you know, ground rules, basically. Mm. Uh, you you can manage to smaller stuffs together mm, because mm. you have that you have that you know you don't have to say anything just look at each other and say you know let's mm. do it and then mm. you have that telepathic stuff mm. going on. And do you think that having your your brothers on the team makes it more like if you you talk a lot about the Happy Plex family? Yeah. Uh, and has that helped bring in that family atmosphere into you, into your? 
Well, I mean, first of all, just to be clear, so it's just one brother is working with me. Uh -huh, Aha, okay. You yeah. know, they the they look so like, so I think it's like 10 of them sitting yeah, there. Uh, <laughs> thank you for that. But uh, I mean, they are involved in so many ways. It's in okay. a way, it's a family company. Mm -hmm. I mean, my ex fiance is still uh, you mm -hmm. know, uh, owner in the uh, in the company as well. Because it's her idea, right? Yeah, You should exactly. touch on that. Yeah. I mean, she, you know, uh, should we start with that? How we start? Yeah, 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 yeah maybe we should have. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think maybe we lost track here. I have to talk to my brothers, so I love them. And, you know, yeah. just to, you know, it's, it's kind of like you have brothers and sisters, you know, and as I said, you don't want to, you know, I mean, you spend so much time uh, at the office. Mm -hmm. You spend so much time together. You need to work with likable people. Mm -hmm. Otherwise, you just get, you know, mm -hmm. it's just a waste of time, basically. Mm -hmm. Then you should find some other purpose for you or mm -hmm. some other place that you really like to be at. Mm -hmm. You know, sometimes we offer that and sometimes we cannot offer that. Mm. I mean, it's easy as that. Mm. We try our best though. Uh, but uh, back to Caroline, I mean, we, uh, I had, you know, after G-Life, I did a lot of consulting in mm. the, you know, online presence mm. uh, business. And then, you know, I had another internet failure. Mm. You know, I don't... Charity. Yeah, charity, mm. yeah. Mm. Apparently, you know, younger young adults in Sweden, <laughs> uh, you know, they don't want to give, give to charity that much. Mm. So that's, you know, didn't work out. Uh, but so I said, you know, let's fuck internet. I've been working, you know, mm. Uh, mm. in this internet field for a very long time now. And let's change it up. So I said, you know, said to myself, I want to work with fashion. Mm. Uh, mm. So I had an idea that I want to create a fashion accessory mm. that mm. comes in a lot of different colors mm. uh, or styles. And that is so affordable also that you don't only buy one. You kind of build up on a wardrobe of these products. You can mix mm. and match depending on, you know, uh, your style or, you know, uh, or your mood mm. of the day. So from the beginning, it was, you know, I had a, uh, that kind of grew into a concept mm. of what color are you today, which mm. is still the tagline mm. of, of Happy Plex. Uh, with that said, it started out being traditional fashion accessories like jewelry, mm. swatches, mm. sunglasses. Yeah. And then one day, Caroline mm. said mm. Uh, to me that, you know, these uh, white smartphones, mm. headphones, mm. Why, <laughs> these white mm. headphones for your smartphone, why doesn't it come in any color? Yeah. So you kind of like, wow, that's an interesting question. Mm. And that's the first why. Mm. So we went into all these consumer electronics stores, mm. uh, like... Uh, or telco stores and you know what we saw that was everything was either white or black mm. you had, had all these bulky packagings mm. and uh, you had all these unique selling points that you know at that time and still at this time I don't get it all like impedance mm. or frequent response yeah, yeah, yeah. Or, a lot of know, technology yeah, gold-plated yeah. plug you know yeah. why do you need that yeah you know it's like uh, just remove that create something simple you know mm. and, and so so as you know so I started, you know, starting with the concepts, you know, starting with, you know, thought about how could you make a beautiful packaging. That's mm. the idea how we started out that. And that's where the music note packaging. Mm. Uh, when did you, how did you come up with that? I mean, that must be one of the keys. Apart from the colors, that must be one of the keys. Because you all, you immediately, in the, when you come into the store, you immediately notice the note package. Yeah, uh, thank you for that. Yeah, uh, I mean, it's... Uh, yeah, in a way, it's brilliant. Thank you. Yeah, 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 it is. <laughs> yeah, but it is. But it's also, I mean, it must be one of the key factors to the success. Apart yeah, from I the mean, color, you, you mean you know this, and it's like, I, oh. Actually, the logotype started out first. Uh, so, uh, it, I sh you know, once once the question, you know, when, once you make the decision that I'm, 
I'm gonna start a headphone company. Mm. I decided yeah, I want to start with the classical earbud. It's the, mm. the ones that Sony introduced to the market, like when we do first Walkmans. Like What's that? Is it? It's it's not the overhead headphone. It's more like the in ear, but you know, not with the silicon tips. It's oh, it's the earbud. hard. Is what was the hard one you had with this? Uh, yeah, it's not yeah. The, not that one. Okay. And uh, not the overhead one. Okay, <laughs> the I'm, I'm, I'm the oldest. <laughs> one, so so I, re- I remember the first uh, version. Showing. Yeah. So yeah. so it started out with the small headphones. Yeah. Uh, with no silicon tips, and it kind of that's how the logotype was shaped. That you only if you notice our logotype, it's, it's the P's are the actually the headphones, and the G is the cord, and the S is actually the plug itself. Mm. So we started out with that, and then you know, I looked at the logotype from you know upside down mm. and then i saw that hey there's some music note here mm. Mm. so i think it was upside down or in a way or something mm. that, that's how it started so you know you know headphones music mu- mm. music mm. note mm. and then you know mm. bam there it was boom yeah exactly so as you know i had all these drawings by hand mm. and then i went in you know bought a couple of white smartphone mm. headphones and just spray painted found mm. a gay on, yeah not a gay not a found a guy on, on <laughs> <laughs> maybe it was gay or not i don't know uh found this guy in, in haunting out you know 50 minutes outside right. stockholm uh took a cab there just like convinced him you know airbrushed these guys this guy mm. was doing you know you know you know all these big trailers uh uh, long trader. Ah, mm-hmm. What do you call it? Trailers? Yeah, trailer. Yeah, trailer. Yeah. Yeah. trailer. He was yeah. make, making all these amazing um, tattoo artist ah, stuff, yeah, yeah. you know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I was there like, hey, could you spray these? You know, <laughs> this you know, this is the artwork itself. He's like looked at me, it's like, yeah, okay, uh, you know, hundred dollars and I make it happen for you. Mm. So, you know, went you know, wait fifteen minutes, then they did it for me and then I had all these colorful headphones and you can mm. you can I feel it like holding in your hand. It's mm. like this is so different. Mm. And even that guy who airbrushed it's like, wow, this is so cool. You mm. know, red, I really would like a red headphone. Yeah. Then you, you're meeting people like, wow, this is mm. so cool. Never seen it. Mm. And um, so you, 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 you validated your product yeah. like just by spray painting. Them, yeah, exactly. yeah, fantastic. Yeah. So yes. Talk about yeah. a simple yeah. prototype. Yeah. Yeah. And then, cool. then I googled a, a, a plastic factory and found a, you know, a one in Nortelje, Norfolk, mm. Stockholm. Mm. And then I went there, convinced the guy, I'm gonna, I'm gonna start a headphone company. It's like, well, you know, MOQ or minimum order quantities here is like mm. 10,000 pieces. You know, we're a mm. big, you know, factory. I, I mm. convinced that guy to just make me three pieces mm. of the the, uh, the sketches that I mm. had. Mm. So he helped me out with that. Uh, it looked okay, you know, you know, but it was pretty close to what, you know, we ended up with. Uh, having these in my hand, you know, uh, I kind of felt like I have a big thing going on. Mm. But then, you know, talking to a lot of people you know it's like um you know i was so like so driven up and you know uh had you know you know it's kind of like a child on christmas mm-hmm. Eve or something like that mm-hmm. and then you know people was you know when they heard i was starting a headphone company it was like are you crazy mm-hmm. you must be stupid man mm-hmm. you know go what would you say and stuff like that yeah i mean it's like you know it's 2011 you know uh you have sony you have philips yeah, you have yeah. Bose, you have yeah. sennheiser you but know, they were competing in a different market, right? Because that they are doing uh, they are doing the tech to design approach, whereas you did the design to tech approach more. Mm. So you did. I think that that I want to talk about later. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Sorry. No. No. Sorry. Uh, you're saying that. That's yeah. Good. Now I was going to say something more, but I forgot about it. <laughs> yeah. Okay. No, I, I think you know it's like uh, I mean, and that's why I think you know 
uh, Caroline and her family, you know, since they were, uh, you know, just one of the few who believed in, you know, the idea, mm. they supported me a lot. And, you know, even though you have meeting all these people doesn't believe you. Mm. And then, you know, I, I you know, in my actually my first, you know, going back to all these consumer electronics stores mm. and the telcos and wireless stores mm. and go in there like, what do you think about this? And they, oh, well, it's pretty cool. Uh, but, you know, we're not taking a decision on, you know, mm. buying that. You have to talk to the head office. Call up the head offices of these uh, corporations. And, you know, they said, well, you know, we don't do that. You have to sell it into a distributor, yada, mm. yada, yada. I don't know what a distributor is. Mm. Google that stuff. Found one in Helsingborg, south mm. of Stockholm. Got him, uh, nagged, nagged me and myself a meeting there and flew down. Presented the products about this crazy idea it should be, you know, colorful, mm. uh, fashionable, affordable, but still, you know, with a good quality. Mm. They kind of liked the idea. This mm. was in August 2011, you know, so I just did the concept, uh, uh, the concept of a price in maybe one or two months or something like that. And they said, you know, well, we like it. We can try it out. Uh, you know, let's order 100,000 pieces. Can you deliver 25,000 pieces before Christmas? <laughs> well, and I was How like, were you feeling at that moment? I was like, you know, I played the cool, of course. <laughs> <laughs> you were like boiling inside. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> That's so you. Like, you know, it's like, yeah, yeah, no problem. I, mm. I can do that. Mm. And then, you know, leaving the office, you know, saying, shoot me an email, like, you know, yes, that you're confirming so we can start, you know, make sure mm. that we, uh, mm. you know, line up the production for you, stuff like that. Mm. I didn't know what I was saying at the time, but it's like. Well, good thing. Good so thing. I was like, I'm flying back to Stockholm. I was like, fuck, how should I do that? I don't, <laughs> I, I don't even have a company. I don't have, I, I don't know where to produce. And yeah. that's where the big challenge is started. Yeah. How did Fantastic. you find the, the, you say fabric? No, no, fabric. Uh, industry. The yeah, factory. The factory. Supplier. How did you find the factory? I googled it. You Google googled it. Yeah. yeah. Maybe that's why we received the uh, the award for digital digital company of the year from Google last <laughs> yeah, night. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, you did? Yeah. Oh. Yeah, because we Google a lot. That's good. <laughs> yeah. That's good. How to? We, we do that too. No, no so. it's a, a, a googled a factory. You know, it's yeah. like headphone factory. Where can I yeah. find one? Uh, and you know. You know, at the time, you know, I had maybe 15, 20 conversations with different yeah. suppliers. And yeah. all the samples that I see was kind of crappy. Yeah. So I, that that was, you know, you kind of want to give up at this moment and yeah. you have this language barrier that, you know, yeah. um, you couldn't, you know, get through. Did you travel down there or did you manage to do it from Stockholm? Well, actually, I, I, I did everything, you know, by email or okay. yeah, Skype meetings, mm -hmm. but... but, uh, but I, you know, a couple of weeks in, I found one guy who was able to speak decent English, and then mm. you know we started working out. And then he said, you know, you know, if you want to do a good product, you should make make a mold, you mm. know, with plastic injection. He was like, I don't know what you're talking about. Mm. So I googled mm. mold. I was like, no problem, yeah. let's do mold mm. because if you create what's mold? It's a it's it's like you used a it's a iron metal big thing. You uh, mold it. You mold the, the plastic, plastic injection. Yeah. Uh -huh. So you can shape the the way you want. Ah ah. Ah so so uh, he said you know if you do that we can make the acoustics real nice. I was mm. like what the fuck is this acoustic? No but you know of course you know we we did we created the first product we designed the housing the mm. shape of the headphones everything from scratch. Uh, but you know and in the end it wasn't a good product but you know at that time it was good enough. Mm. 
And uh, also at that time, I really wanted to create um, tangle-free cables. It's always mm -hmm. been the mission mm -hmm. with mm -hmm. Haplex. Finally, we, we solved mm -hmm. that. Mm -hmm. uh, we'll probably talk about it later, mm -hmm. how we solved it. Ah, mm -hmm. right. Yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, but the idea at the time was to create a uh, tangle-free mm. headphone or a mm. cable. Mm. Uh, so I used, uh, you know, a little bit more different plastic, you know, mm. more stiff. Mm. Stiff? Stiff. 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 Thank stiff. You. stiff. stiff. So. A little bit harder, mm. stiff, stiffer mm. plastic. Mm. Mm. Uh, it worked really nice when I when we tried it out in mm. October. It was, mm. you know, kind of nice weather in Stockholm. Mm. When the product hit the stores, the mm. first 25,000 pieces before Christmas, which mm. I promised the, the mm. distributor, mm. I don't know how we made it happen, but mm. we did. Did you sleep? No, I didn't actually. I still don't actually. I, I, I need though soon. But at the time it was like, you know, it was 20 below zero. Mm. And ah. what happened is that the, the cable, it froze. Ah. So, you know, when you're using the headphones, you're going inside, it, it kind of stood up like a spear. Ah. It was stiff like a spear. Ah. Yeah. Okay. So when you were uh, twisting the cable around your phone, uh, or you're know, putting it down in your pocket, the cable broke. Ah, so, ah. Yeah, so, I mean, it was kind of like, you know, it, you know, fortunate, you know, uh, we had understanding partners, like mm -hmm. Tillen or Receiba, mm -hmm. or you mm -hmm. know, people mm -hmm. we were selling the product into, and they mm -hmm. were like, you know, make sure that the next 55 ton is better. Mm -hmm. So we did. Mm -hmm. So today mm -hmm. I know a lot about plastic. Mm -hmm. yeah. Cool. Anyway. Because, I mean, uh, given that they said that, uh, they, they wouldn't have said that if the first round wasn't a success, right? You must have... I mean, literally the... The headphones that flew out of the door. Could we say that? Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah, 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 yeah. And you haven't had, uh, you hadn't, you hadn't put any any money on marketing, right? You have just created a, a product that markets itself, more or less. Yeah, I mean the idea. I mean, you know, to be honest, like you know, we could not even you know compete with the marketing uh, spend or the budget that all the other big no, bigger no, ones no. have. So we have to be more creative and come up mm. with some creative ideas. Of course. We, you know, uh, we don't have a zero budget, but you mm. know, it's like it's you know, it's not as big as yeah. And what is marketing? Big. I mean, to some extent, it's yeah. yeah. yeah I mean, so that's why we choose. You know, we work with the influencer marketing, yeah, uh, creating a lot of ambassadors around yeah. the world. Uh, and I think. And how know, did you manage to do that? Because you have, I mean, you have some really, really Justin Bieber is, is using it, uh, and didn't he even like hashtag it? I mean, it's uh, how you managed to do that. Uh, the guy from Sverg. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, uh, Justin I mean, Bieber of Sverg. Justin, Justin is uh, a cool guy. I mean, mm. uh, we we managed to uh, secure you know a lot of uh, you know a lot of celebrities and influencers. One of my favorites, Kendall Jenner. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you know that's that's where we you know that's the people we want to use the mm. product. But I would say you know it's like I'm I'm you know to be honest I mean. At the same time, I'm I'm as happy as possible if you see somebody else using the product. Mm -hmm. you know, it's the same mm -hmm. kind of feeling uh, mm -hmm. as well. Mm -hmm. uh, I mean, I was just on a flight back from Hong Kong, mm -hmm. uh, and the girl next to me, she had a pair of happy plugs. Ah. And that that's like the still the best feeling mm -hmm. you can get. Mm -hmm. I mean, even though you know you made a one million dollar deal yesterday, mm -hmm. you know that mm -hmm. beats mm -hmm. that beats mm -hmm. it for sure. Mm -hmm. Because then you know that we designed something. We managed to produce it. We managed to ship it to somebody mm. who 
who who you know bought it and then mm. they presented it in stores and mm. somebody came in and saw it bought it loved mm. it and using it mm. yeah. that's the ultimate receipt i would say on mm. creating a product mm. so we've heard the story about you going from a small town in in sweden to stockholm to working with the internet and starting a, a social network in the in the beginning of social network times and and to failing and, and learning and now launching a very, very successful business. So what is the next step? I've heard something about Yevo Labs. Yevo, is that yeah, the correct pronunciation? So, so what is next for Andreas? I mean, it seems like you have ticked so many boxes in life. Uh, I'm oh, well. I'm happy that you see it that way. I, I, <laughs> I, uh, you are just running. <laughs> yeah, I mean, for me, it's maybe like, not you know, sleeping, but running. No, no. <laughs> yeah, but when I you mean, wake up, you will notice. <laughs> for me, it's, it's kind of like you know. Uh, I mean, we're, what I see is that we just started basically mm-hmm. kind of building a, a foundation for the future of learning. You know, making sure that we don't do the same mistakes again. Mm-hmm. Hiring the right people. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, working with the right partners and stuff like that. So. This is kind of like, it's our, I think it's like our fifth year. Uh, I mean, getting all this, uh, you know, hearing what you're saying now, it's like, that's, that's, you know, just gets more weights on the shoulder because then I think like, how should I, you know, next time I meet you, how should I, you know, know, shine even brighter or something like that. So that's, for me, it's, that's a personal challenge. So, but uh, for me, you know, we're, you know, we're aiming to uh, build a, you know, 300 US dollar, 300 million US dollar company. Mm. Uh, with that said, we're building a house of brands, uh, creating more, more brands, uh, more products, uh, more verticals. Um, I mean, one of the biggest success with Happy Flags is that we are the first consumer electronic brand mm. uh, uh, hitting a, a female demographic. Yeah. Because back in the days, you know, Sennheiser or Philips, when mm. they were doing a, a headphone for, for women, they were just adding, you know, the color pink. Mm. Pink is actually the second worst selling color that we have. Mm. So, mm. I mean, with that, we kind of open a door, we open uh, new revenue streams to, to retailers globally. But Tiva, didn't you mention that um, this company is... Uh, Using the women first. Yeah, yeah. So Spotify. Design. Yeah, Spotify started a few years ago uh, with women first because they noticed that uh, women uh, women are to large extent uh, larger influencers than than men are, and uh, when it comes to to playlists, I, I would actually believe it was the opposite, but but it's men following women to a larger extent. So they started with the women first, and that kind of made it made their success uh, their design. I don't know. I don't know what the difference has been, to be honest. But uh, and when I worked at Klarna, we we realized that um, females spent not only their money but also their husbands or their boyfriends' money. So so we also had the women first uh, perspective too. Yeah. And for us, you know, we still create unisex products, of course. But mm. I mean, learning that you know, eighty-five percent of our uh, customers are, are women. You know, you kind of want to dig into that female demographic and mm-hmm. understanding that uh, target group. So we also know we, we, you know, learned that you know, women spend more. Actually, women buy more tech than guys. And, mm. You know, they are the influential, you know, force when mm. it comes to purchasing product. Uh, and. You know, so that's that's you know that's why we want to hit the guys as well, and that's why we're launching a new brand called Jibo. Jibo mm-hmm. stands for You Evolution, and you know, as I said, the the challenge for me has always been on you know making a tangle-free experience. 
So that's why ah. they're creating the future of headphones. Mm. So it's no wires at all. Mm. I mean, there's a lot of wireless headphones out mm. there. Then mm. usually they have they are connected with a wire. Mm. But these ones, they are connected without any wire. So mm. what we're doing is that we're building, we created two headphones or two ear, earbuds or whatever mm. you want to call it. And then it's connected between each other by a low magnetic field. Ah, oh, isn't that dangerous with the brain in the middle? I mean, that's the, maybe the first reaction. What we're using is a technology used uh, for years and years and years. I mm. mean, it's the same technology that you use for a pacemaker or ah, for hearing okay. devices. Mm, okay. So what we're doing is that we're creating a new segment called hearables, mm. uh, which we, you know, we go in, we, we're creating it, the product from hear aids, basically. Mm. With, and you could create so many amazing, cool features, mm. like, you know, superhuman hearing, mm. uh, or imagine, like, you know, I'm, I'm kind of revealing our roadmap here in a way, but, <laughs> but I, I, can, I, can, I can, I, you know, I just can I give you one to explain mm. the, the future of headphones. Mm. Imagine if you were in a nightclub mm. and you have a lot of noise and, and um, you know, people talking around mm. you and you can actively just take that away and just be focused on the one you're talking to. Mm. Or be focused on someone standing next to you. Three meters away. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> James Bond style. Yeah yeah, yeah. 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 Exactly. But could you then change music in the nightclub? Actually, we there's we're working with something called audio orderly mm. or audio orderly, mm. uh, where you, if you're on a nightclub or mm. if you're on a rock concert or whatever a concert, mm. you can just uh, change the um, what do you call it the the, the frequency. frequency. Mm. Yeah. Audio, mm. The audio presets, like, you know, I want to hear more bass or stuff like that. Right. Ah, that. okay, 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 okay. So you can kind of tune... Uh, tune the music. You can tune your yeah. audio reality. Yeah. I'm not a tech yeah, guy, but I don't it, know what it's called. Uh, yeah, but, but I mean, it's definitely uh, a, one kind of augmented reality, right? It is. Mm -hmm. And uh, augmented hearing, we, we are augmented hearing. It, which is yeah. pretty cool as well. So imagine you're out running in traffic, mm -hmm. you can activate a feature we call audio transparency, mm -hmm. which means that you want to let sound in so it mixes with your music that you're mm -hmm. listening so you can hear cars around you, yeah. which is for safety precautions. So, yeah. so hearing aids or hear, hearables is pretty much the future of, of headphones. Mm -hmm. right. Cool. And this is a much more technical product, and it's I've seen it. It, it looks pretty good. I mean, it's 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 ex exclusive design. I mean, it's, uh, it's it's still a very designed product, but it's more technical than the happy plugs. Yeah, and I mean, the idea was to create the product uh, first for for a happy plugs consumer, mm. but then we ended up on you know finding right, uh, the right parts, finding the right chipsets and stuff like that mm. and i don't know what's going in that kind of product mm. i have mm. smart people working with me so <laughs> they, they can handle that but being able to have a, some create something small and beautiful mm. that's really hard mm. uh, i mean there's there is a few products on the market uh, that if you wear you look like an alien mm. or a, mm. like a mm. uh, mm. what do you call it that, that thing in lord of the rings with big ears <laughs> oh Elf. Elf, an elf? <laughs> elf, no, no, yeah. not. Uh, yeah, 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 an elf, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Orlando Bloom. Yeah, yeah Orlando okay. Bloom, yeah. 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 yeah, without the face. Without the face, yeah. yeah, but I don't think even, not even Orlando Bloom makes it, actually. So what we've done is that we, you know, since we're focusing on how you, you look when you wear the product, yeah. I think that is why it's, uh, it's much interesting to use 
you know that's mm. why we want to we we kind of fast forwarding the the technology i mean look at just apple what they do mm. with, they did with the their wireless headphones mm. um i mean you look kind of weird it's like back to the 90s where you had the bluetooth headset yeah and, you know, yeah yeah that's and it's true flashing blue and it was like yeah. wow yeah. Hip, hippie no not hippie no uh, banker yeah, yeah, yeah. Someone yeah. answering uh, in conscience, customer service with this. Hello, hello. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> this is Bella. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, but you launched uh, the Jevo. You launched it in Berlin uh, a couple of weeks ago, right? Yeah. So yes, and it was just at the time. It was like one week before iPhone Seven with the without the headphone jack. Yeah. Yeah. So I mean, today I mean we we're we're you know as we're selling a lot of products mm-hmm. that means that we work with the you know at i also work with the best suppliers mm-hmm. and that's uh i mean that's why we know that you know the iphone 7 was coming with a mm. without a headphone jacket a year mm. ago mm. uh so we we prepared you know for for happy plugs as well i mean we've been working mm. um with a wireless product for almost five years but you know we we weren't able to create something beautiful mm. So we lo- also launched a, a wireless product for Happy Plugs, and it's the first of a kind. It's not mm. only a headphone, it's a jewelry as well, so you yeah. can use it as a necklace. Mm. It's a beautiful piece. Mm. Um, so that's how we see the tech stuff, and it was we l- just launched that as well. Mm. And it's perfect timing, of course, mm. because we mm. knew it was coming. <laughs> and then, uh, I mean, Givo hasn't launched yet, but it will ship out the first uh, headphones uh, before Christmas. Mm. Awesome. Cool. Cool. And this jewelry, uh, it, I, I assume that it will be in another price range than the ordinary happy plugs. I mean, it's more something more exclusive. Yeah, I mean, it, uh, what we did is what we do with happy plugs as well. Since we're not a tech company, mm-hmm. we, we, you know, we take a look on the market, see what's going on. So we basically we we took a two hundred dollar product, made made it a eighty nine dollar product. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, still beginning a two hundred dollar product and mm. all the different technical specifications. Mm. So that's what we do. We make tech more affordable, but mm. still, uh, you know, high performance, high quality. Yeah, mm. um, and of course, more beautiful as well. Mm. And we talked earlier. You have some uh, news to share, right? Some 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 interesting things happening with the Happy Plugs. No, I mean, I mean, today we're. We're the global market leader when it comes to uh, fashion tech, mm. and I mean, not a long seen future. You you know, tech will be you know a big part of your life. Like mm-hmm. you have, you know, smart homes or you know everything is getting smart and smart cars. Uh, so will fashion as well. Mm. So that's why we're uh, we're launching a collaboration with H and M. Ah. So mm. we will uh, launch our. Uh, you know, a design collaboration with H&M uh, oh. to be their uh, consumer electronics partner. Wow, cool. fantastic. Well done. Well Thank done. You. Thank you. <laughs> and it should be in That's stores. I don't think yeah. you have to, to worry about the things you will have to, you, you will tell Marcus next time you come. I think with H&M, I think. <laughs> well, I mean, it's the biggest fashion company in the world. I don't, yeah. Yeah. you know, that's, yeah. yeah. I don't know how we should overcome this. No. no, no, I don't think you have to. Is that, is that word you say? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Keep more. Yeah, yeah. Um, Super cool. And and what will you? Uh, maybe you can't reveal it right now. But what will you do? What will be your first HMM product? So actually, we uh, we're launching thirty products. 
Wow. 30 products. Yeah, it's, a, it's a pretty massive collection. Oh my God. And this is just the first collection as well. So mm -hmm. it's based on the, the four, the design uh, theme is uh, the four elements. So mm -hmm. it's, it's uh, inspired by fire, water, wind, mm -hmm. and earth. Mm -hmm. And uh, so it comes in different styles, uh, mm -hmm. you know, to that. And it was really happy about it. Mm -hmm. Hitting stores uh, December 1st. December 1st. Oh, well perfect. done. Uh, Christmas uh, present of the year. Yeah, exactly. So uh, one thing that I just, when you mentioned the four elements, I just come to think about when, when um, uh, one of the first time I met you when I was at Happy Plug's office, and th at that time I was renovating my apartment, and one thing that hit me coming in there, it was that I was going through all these materials, you know, should I choose copper, brass, uh, should I have black marble or white marble? Or, and what I realized was that I mean, you're an accessory. No, accessory. 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 Uh, but you still, you make the product more like an, I mean, the Happy Plugs product. And I'm talking more about the, the shelves. The speaker. No, speaker. Yeah. no, 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 these. What do you call it? The mobile skull. Yeah, the cases. Uh, yeah. Cases, yeah. Cases, yeah, the cases. They, are, they come more as an interior design thing. It's more a thing you want to put on your coffee table when you're doing your Instagram photo of your beautiful breakfast. So how did you come up with that concept in in Well I mean since it's a you know uh, since it's a fashion since we, we you know we're a fashion company we we look at the current trends on the market yeah. so we have a core collection and you know yeah. twice a year you know we change it up a little bit yeah. to be on point when it comes to trends and as you said at this moment marble mm. is one of the hottest you know uh, mm. materials in interior design mm. And also, I, I, you know, we were also the first guys to launch, uh, or I think we're still the only first guys to launch an interior design speaker. Mm -hmm. so yeah, I've seen those. Yeah. Which is pretty yeah, cool. Yeah, um, they look really good. <laughs> so and when know. do you come up with these ideas? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, everything. Like in the shower, <laughs> a typical entrepreneur story. Uh, <laughs> actually, no, I mean, it kind of hits you like, uh, you know, it, for us, everything starts with a why. Mm. I mean, why isn't there any colorful headphones on the market? I mm. mean, with the, when iPhone 5 came, it was the thinnest phone on the market. But once you put a case on it, it kind of felt yeah. like a brick. So yeah. why isn't there any thin cases? We mm. created the, the world's thinnest case. Mm. Or the cables, the most unsexiest mm. product in the world. Mm. But, you know, why are they so short? Why do you always have to stretch when you're charging your phone by a yeah. bed? Or, you know, yeah. watching TV is like, you know, wow. Is the cable is too S short. Sit I on the floor. So on solving problems. So we made the first, uh, t uh, the world's first two meter cable. Oh. So mm -hmm. yeah, mm -hmm. and now mm -hmm. everybody's doing two meters cables. Yeah. Right? Because yeah. that's what you need. Yeah. And also we made it with a beautiful packaging. I don't know if you've seen it, but it's shaped as a heart. Heart. Shape. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. We won an award for that yeah. as the world's second best retail packaging in the world. Yeah. Which is pretty cool. But also, since everything starts with a why. I mean, that's also the story about the speaker itself, mm. because one of my guys, uh, he, you know, he saved a lot of money, mm. uh, bought a, a speaker for mm. him and his girlfriend's home. Mm. Uh, he was very excited and bringing it home. And, you know, once he installed it and put it up, she said, you know, you know, this one you have to return because it doesn't fit, you know, my <laughs> lamp or, you know, the, you know, it, it ruins the why I mean, yeah, yeah. this is what i tell you the women first so he told me that story and i was kind of we were laughing at like because mm. he spent so much money on that speaker mm. system so, and then you kind of realize wow there's a window of opportunity why mm. isn't there a speaker that fits your home decor mm. 
So we created a, a speaker with a white base and then had exchangeable grills. So you can have brass, you have mm. copper, you have mm. marble, you have any color or, or style mm. you want. Uh, and, you know, there it was kind of fun. Like, you know, we created the, the speaker, you know, because uh, Tom Dixon was, you know, uh, very inspirational for that mm. as well, because she was comparing it to the Tom Dixon lamp they had in the ceiling. Mm. And then uh, uh, actually Tom Dixon saw it uh, at an airport and, you know, he reached out to us, and, you know, say, hey, let's do something cool together. Oh, mm-hmm. so that's, that's awesome. You know, that's also a secret. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry about that. So many secrets. Is it a secret when this come yeah. out or should we? No, no, we can have it. No, but you won't listen. It seems like things have come for full circle for you. I mean, you started focusing just on digital or technology, or, and but you're a designer by heart, right? And now you, you, or for the last five or six years, you've been focusing on physical products. But then you mentioned just a few minutes ago that it's it's the technology coming back to the physical product as well and augmenting um your 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 presence through audio and, and so on so um it, it's going to be really interesting to to follow you and to see what's next and how digital or technology comes back to the products yeah um Thank you for that. Uh, I love you. Uh, I, love <laughs> <laughs> I, I, want you I want you to follow me. But, uh, and uh, I, mean, I mean, first romance here in the yeah. studio. Uh, no, I mean for. I'm closing my eyes. Here. For me, it's like you know, uh, I mean, I'm, you know, of course, I'm, I, I like tech. I, I read a lot of you know tech blogs and stuff like that. If you know, whenever I have the time, but it's my drive is kind of you know to make it simple. Mm. Uh, to make it understandable, mm-hmm. uh, you know, I'm not, I'm not diving into that tech specs. It's more about, you know, if I was doing this product, how would I do it? You know, mm. uh, and then you know we're you know we're pushing our R and D so hard. Whenever time, uh, I say you know we're gonna do this, and they come up with something else, and so you have to start over mm. because we want that. Mm. So I'm, you know, they're working really hard, and they have a great team, you know, making that creating that vision that I, you know, or making true to that vision that I have. But this must be, I mean, this must be uh, the key to your success as I see it. And also the reason why Sony or Philips or anyone couldn't have done it because you're focusing, you're focusing on the customer need and, and the market. You you don't focus on the, the bricks job you to have. Be done. Yeah, the, exactly. <laughs> the job to be done. You're not focusing on on uh, the the building bricks, the building blocks. Whereas Sony and and uh, Philips, they are more fo- more focused on on the technology behind it, mm. and and then kind of putting the sign outside. Of, but you are focusing on the customer need, and I think that's something that I mean, you haven't just made a super successful product. You have also started a new market more or less because when you started after Happy Plax we have seen several companies following you mm. that's super cool yeah. thank you mm-hmm. so with that said just thank you so much for for joining us today yeah yeah <laughs> thank you so much Andreas and we hope to have you back when you have launched next yeah, when augmented. you put something on the moon yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> we're waiting we want to hear what they say on the moon <laughs> exactly <laughs> but thank you so much uh, such a and if you can also have something that, you know, blocks things you don't want to hear. Yeah, yeah. I, I can block you, you can block me. Oh, no, not that product. <laughs> <laughs> you can't block me, Marcus. <laughs> I'm sorry. Well, uh, thank you guys for having me. Uh, thank you. Cheers. Bye.